Jane. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good question. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break Show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Talked about in the first hour. Whose season would you rather have, Iowa basketball or Michigan basketball? Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament, loses in the first round. Michigan sneaks in the dance, makes a sweet 16. So far on Twitter and the straw poll, Michigan is the team you'd rather have. Great question. Dance matters more. Great question. Uh, Urban Meyer doesn't know about Aaron Donald, apparently. Talked about that. And uh, also, yeah. Also, he pulled James Robinson from a game for a fumble, fumble on the first drive, and said no more of him. Put in Carlos Hyde, who is aging and is, of course, a former, you know, he played for him at Ohio State. You know what else they did? Tebow Tuesdays, where everybody had to wear number 85. That's just weird. And Tebow, after he got cut, had the run of the place. He said Tebow could do any, could be in our facility at any time, even after he got cut. But they had Tebow Tuesdays, where everybody was required to wear number 85. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Are you sure that was in the athletic article? I'm pretty sure that's it. Because I saw some fake ones out there that were screenshot. I think that one probably was a screenshot. Did I get duped? I think you got duped in that one. I I wonder. I don't think the Tebow Tuesday thing was a real thing. How could you do that? Yeah, maybe I got duped. No, I think, there were some. I think, I think you got duped. Yeah, there were some strange things because well, I. You were looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think that would actually happen. Because that scares that, me. When you but you know that. what the scary part is? The whole thing sounds like an Onion article, though. Like it does. Like Tebow Tuesday, obviously that fits in the Onion, but the rest of it sounds like an Onion article. The Aaron Donald. He wouldn't know who Aaron Donald is. I don't believe that. Frankly, or Debo Samuel. I know he's newer to the league, but he still has been taking it by storm this past year. Yeah. Oh, what about <laughs> off air? Yeah, off air. This happened. <laughs> you said the words. What did you say exactly? L.A. woman <laughs> is that a Doris song? <laughs> L.A. woman what? is that a Doris? Well, I, listen, you got to realize. <laughs> How do you not know as that? As much of a jukebox as I am over here. Yeah, you are a jukebox. I don't know every song ever. That's and, amazing. And you, you played. During the break on your computer, L.A. Women. No, no, women. I played. Oh, yeah, I did play L.A. Women. I, I know Roadhouse Blues. It's not L.A. Women either. It's L.A. Women. Whatever. L.A. Women. Women, women. You say potato, I say potato. L.A. Woman. Not woman. L.A. Women. That's wrong. Anyways, you, you played the song, issues. and I didn't know it, so I felt fine about it. I didn't I'm know. shocked by it that. It sounded you, familiar the first part, and then it started playing. I said, I don't know this one. You are a, you're typically a jukebox. That shocks me. L.A. woman. Is we, that a door? <laughs> we had several <laughs> textures about that one. I, I don't know that one. Not, not familiar with. I'm shocked by that. Not, I don't I'm shocked. But there's probably some songs by the Bare Naked Ladies that I yeah, don't know. Yeah, why don't know. you name a couple of those I songs. can't. I don't, I can't. Because they're the same band to me as John Hopper's band. Yeah, uh... 
They're the same come to on, me. Come on, Jake. Yeah, you're fine. Don't have to uh, Blues Traveler. Yeah, they're the blues same. Blues Traveler. Bare Naked Ladies and Blues Traveler are just the same band. They're me. not, though. Yeah. They're really not. They might as well be. I'm just saying. But you can't say that about the doors in anybody. The door, the doors are very distinct. Yeah, I mean that's what makes them who beautiful. sounds like the doors. Anybody? No, I, I know the distinct. Is anybody that sounds like them at all? Nobody has an organ like Ray Manzarek played. <laughs> Ray Manzarek was the guy who played the keyboards. I call it the organ. I don't know. Organs? Are you church or what? <laughs> keyboard, keyboard. Oh. Yeah, there's no organ from what I heard. Yeah, there's no, there's nobody. There's no, no, there's but no. They, you know, actually, they they might have an organ for some of their songs. Actually, light yeah. my fire. There's there's an organ sound okay. in that song. Okay, not just keyboard. Keep. You know, when you played Roadhouse Blues, that was all keys. For Harrison, sure. you, could, did you, you could hear the piano there. Okay, Harrison, did you check check out the start of Roadhouse Blues yet? Get on the mic. And I got myself a beer. <laughs> um, that's not the first what, part. What do you think there. about the first part of Roadhouse Blues? It's awesome. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Yeah, that's a better. I would have liked that better today. <clears throat> yeah, that's well. well I've, I've played that song before doors. for Song of the Day, Harrison. I can't play repeats here. The Doors it's not true. allowed. I haven't been here the, long enough to know. The it's Doors true. are an incredible band. I mean, I, I mean, incredible. And that the start of it's not just the start of that song, but that the start of that song is is. Is rare, right. rare and unique. Now, Harrison, well, t- uh, I have an assignment for you. Compare that, and then pull up "Running Down a Dream" by Tom Petty, the first part, okay. and then pull up "Panama" by Van Halen. <laughs> Not and Panama. Rank, rank <laughs> them. No, Panama rank out. them. Rank them. Okay. Rank them yourself. Okay. Don't have any bias towards okay. Sip, who's right, disparaging my, <laughs> my song. Panama. I want your ranking. Put on the grease board when Why you're done. You <laughs> All right. Thank you. Panama. No. What? How is that not epic? No, there's an epic. Everybody knows, and I bet I bet our smart texters are saying, "Simple, the Van Halen song you're thinking of is X," and I I can't come up with the name. Well, uh, John Des Moines says "Running with the Devil." I don't think it's that one though. Yeah, yeah, I think it is "Running with the really? Devil." Really? Yeah, I think John nailed it. Yeah, John I played nailed that song it. To, for for song of the day before. Not the start of it. I might not have played the start. I'll have to listen to that one. Put that one on the agenda too. Uh, oh God. Listen to run, Running with the Devil and see if that's better than Panama's yeah, opening. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, that's probably the most important thing. Running with the Devil's opening compared to Panama. Rod, Rod texted, I agree with Jake, the intro to Panama is incredible. Wow. Because it is. Wow. Why are you disparaging the intro to Panama? I don't know. When I think of great Van Halen songs, I don't think of Panama. Well, you should, because it is one of their, their best songs. I'd put a top five. You like Jump, too? Jump is jump is too poppy. All right. Okay. Let's talk some sports. Yeah. Uh four six four five six eight five call or text as always. Bryce McGowan's is officially off to the NBA draft announcing on Twitter yesterday. Right. And he'll be here on Thursday with DP. Oh, that's on amazing. either old score one and one. So check tune in for that to talk about that and more. Um what did we learn from the one and done approach in terms with Nebraska ball? So the season was not good. Nebraska goes 10-22. and 22. Bryce was good. He was a third-team all-Big Ten. Really good. He was the Big Ten newcomer of the year. Like, he was not the reason why Nebraska was bad this year. No, he's certainly not. <laughs> the team did not gel properly. I mean, right. I think they were, they were a decently talented team that just did not gel at all yeah. until way too late in the season. So, did we learn anything about the one and done approach for Nebraska basketball? Can would, would you do it again? With well, the of course, you would. Yeah, I mean, can you get more players? like That's that? what it's about. It's just about 
it, it's, I mean, you always are looking for Bryce McGowan's. <laughs> Come on. You're always looking for Delano Benton's. It's about what you put around them and do they, do they fit? And this is a, this is a, this is a program discussion, which, which people, including yourself, yawn. I didn't yawn. I took a breath. I was breathing. <laughs> but, you know, but, you can breathe and not yawn sometimes. <laughs> but, but it's generally a sort of a boring discussion, right? Because there's a lot of things that go into building a program that aren't fun to talk about on the radio, right? Yes. It's fun to talk about Tomahawk jams and guys like Bryce McGowan's who they're going to be NBA draft. He's going to be a, he's, he's going to get picked no matter what. I mean, so he's going to go into the pre-draft process and probably kill it because, because of the way he is, because he's, he's a guy you don't worry about showing up out of shape, embarrassing himself. He's in great physical condition. You know, he's going to, He's going to shoot the ball well. Now, some of this will come down to how well he shoots the three ball in those settings. Um, but he's a great shooter. Look at what he does at the line. I mean, we do a lot of criticizing of Nebraska basketball, and one of the things we criticize is free throw shooting. You can't you can't criticize Bryce McGowan. He's an 83, 83 point, 83% three throw yeah, shooter. Yeah, he's solid. Very solid. He's better than solid. He's excellent. Um, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget running down a dream. That's next. Put that. Keep the keep the score. No, don't yeah, don't erase those. Don't erase those. Keep them up there. But then put running down a dream right, by we, Tom Petty. I'm right, talking to Harrison. Hold on. Yeah, well, hey, we'll get to this in a I'm second. Talking to Harrison. So come on, this discussion's fascinating. Now some of it is this. Okay, one and dones. Okay, it's some of it to me is having like it having Joel Embiid versus having Delano Ben. Okay, right. If you have that type of one and done. I don't know if Joel Embiid was lottery one and done. Yeah, lottery High pick. lottery pick. Yeah, it's a, some of it's about that. Okay, Delano Banton was a one and done. Now, he's doing well. He's playing 11 minutes a game with Toronto. But he's not going to be the rookie of the year, you know. Now, people are going to say, oh, okay, Sip, how's Nebraska going to get the NBA rookie of the year? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying you're looking for – Maybe guys that are a little more impactful one and dones, right? Yes. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first of its kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com. That's what that's all I'm suggesting. Yeah, Nebraska had and I, and I would put Bryce. Okay. I think Bryce. Ooh, there's here's a discussion. I was reading about Delano yesterday. He's doing well. Yeah, he's fitting in there. Do, who has a brighter future as an NBA player? As an NBA player, Bryce McGowan's or Delano Banton? 
Well, <laughs> it's tough. Delano. They both don't shoot the three ball well. No, Delano's not shooting the three he's ball not, he's, well. He's yeah. in the twenty five percent range. And, but Bryce shot what twenty seven percent this year? Yeah, then three not good enough. Yeah, they're different players. Bryce is a better scorer. He's a better overall scorer than Delano. Delano, however, is a better probably passer. Um, I don't know who's a better defender. Who's more athletic? Well, that's a great question. I, now, now that matters a lot in the league. Now you're in a serious discussion because they're both super athletic. <laughs> that matters a lot in yeah. the NBA. Who's more athletic? Delano's six foot nine. Yeah, he and, can move. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can move. I, I was watching clips of him. He put a crossover on a guy. Now, Delano's not killing it in the NBA, but he's playing 11 minutes a game. Um, as a averaging like three, as a rookie. Po- yeah, three points a game in that range. He's playing, you know, it's a great story because he's from that area, Toronto. He's playing in his hometown. I mean, think about the dream he's experiencing right now. Hometown team. And he's handled that well, according to the articles I've read. Like, you could get you could get derailed pretty easily. Think about playing as a hometown kid playing on your hometown NBA team and all the hangers on. All right. Yep. He's but he's handled it in a really mature way. Um so who has a brighter NBA future? I that's a tough question. That's a tough question. I'd lean toward Bryce because he's a better scorer. Better overall scorer. He's the kind of guy I think Bryce could get into the league and eventually average 14 a game. I th- and I'm Interesting. Not- 14 a game, really? Yeah, I think he could. Yeah, down the line. You remember, he's, you're, you're watching him at the very in the very early stages of the process. You're averaging 14 a game. You're probably at no worse than the third best player on the team. Think about right? Bryce McGowan's. Yeah, think about Bryce McGowan's at age 26. That's what you got to do. Okay. Now, what's that look like? I'm thinking it's going to look really good. Now, think about Delano Banton. Delano Banton's probably 23. I don't know what he is right now, but uh, I'm leaning towards. Okay, here we go. Look at Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. Banton. He's playing Delano Banton right now at Toronto. 11.3 minutes a game. He's averaging 3.3 points. He's shooting 40% from the field, 25.5% from three-point territory. That's exactly what I said. Uh, one point is one point six assists per game he toronto's good i mean toronto they're playoff team yeah they're a playoff team he's playing minutes for a playoff team i mean that's pretty good if if bryce mcgowan's next year as a rookie is playing minutes 12 minutes a game for a playoff team you're gonna say that's pretty good but who could go farther i'm going bryce because of his ability to I'm, score i'm curious where the the cutoff comes for expectations in a rookie year for a player because Banton, you know, you take, you know, he's a late second round pick. He was almost when the draft was over, he's late second round ahead of Luca Garza from Iowa. Um, yeah. So the expectations were, were lower for him because he was almost not drafted. Bryce McGowan's is likely going to be a late first round pick or early second round pick. So higher up expectations in the will be greater for Bryce, right? Right. So is he, is he expected to push for a starting spot? Somewhere? I don't think so. Probably I don't, not. I don't think you. Put that depends on. where you go. I don't think you put that on, and especially if you're, if you're and going, it totally depends where you go. If you're going late in the first round, you're going to probably you're going to a playoff team. Right. You're not going to a lottery right. pick team that needs that needs help right away. <coughs> I mean, I don't know what you hope either. I don't know what you hope to. Like, if you're Bryce, do you hope to go to the Golden State Warriors or do you hope to go to the Detroit Pistons? You know, I don't know. Um. I don't. If I just love to be in that position, any kid yeah. would love to be in that position. Well, I, th- I think if he's going late first round, he's going to be he's going to be 
in a very good spot because he's got a chance to win a championship. So back somewhere. to the discussion, yeah. In Nebraska, we 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 always we we always said for so many years, man, they just need some NBA level talent. Well, it hasn't it hasn't done it. It's about what you what you put around it, and it's about the program. But, and the program part is becoming much more meaningful to me, and it becomes much more meaningful as you watch the NCAA tournament. Let me ask you this, and I, I hope DPS Bryce this when he's in studio on Thursday. But if you were a draft pick, if you had the, if you were drafted either, you had the chance to be drafted late first round or early second. Now, late first round, you're going to a team that's obviously good, right? But you might not, you might not play because they probably have a pretty good roster. But if you go. Late, you know, second round, you're going to a team that you can you can probably play on quite a bit. You're not a first round pick, but you are going to have a chance at minutes with that team because they're obviously lacking skill. What would you rather prefer if you're a, well, so th- a like in that Roby. situation? I mean, Roby goes to a team that's that needs help. Basement. They are basement. Yeah. They're they're not good. No, they're not good. They're they're basement dwellers of the NBA. Does right he prefer now. that? Because he's getting he's getting minutes. He's playing. He is playing. He's had he had a game with 27 points recently. Yeah. with Oklahoma. City. I don't know. That's a great Because if he's on, if he's on the Warriors, is he's, he's probably not, not getting playing, playing time. He's probably on the Suns, playing. he's not getting playing no. time, or right. the Heat, or anybody like that. Right. Heat, he's not getting playing. The time. Thunder, he can play. Harrison's saying late first round because dollars. of the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the money matters a lot, but it's also are you going to get the playing time you need to develop into a solid player? Late first round pick, you're you're looking at one point eight million, I think, out of the gate, pretty much, um, in that range. But limited playing time. Yeah. Okay. Back for to a great team. Ba- yeah. Back to. I just think it's question. See, I think Oklahoma City and Detroit are good are good franchises to ponder in that way. You just get lost if you're if you're a player that goes to Detroit, you're just getting lost, right? By the way, that that rookie out of Oklahoma Cade State, Cunningham, playing well. He's getting well. a lot of minutes, though. He's, playing, he's, the, he's the best player on the team. Okay, now there's the discussion. That, that's what we started off by saying. Okay, Cade Cunningham, that one and done is a little different than Nebraska's one and <laughs> he done. He was number one overall. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. You leave. You have to leave. You have well, to no, go. I'm not saying that. I'm saying impact on a program. I mean, he's more apt to have a, a higher impact on a program. That sort of one and done. Right now, yes. but I mean, what did Oklahoma State do with Cade Cunningham? Though, did they win one NCAA I think they tournament won game? One game, yeah, I think one they won game. One. This is about a, what you put around those guys, to me. Unless you have like a Joel Embiid, a, a freak, a Marcus Camby at UMass. I mean, I don't know what UMass had around him. I, I can't go. They back made that a far. Final Four. Yeah, but it was mainly Camby. They were eleven seed, though. I think. Anyway, it's a it's this is a program discussion and what you put around them. But you never say you don't need them. You never say, "I know we don't need the NBA players." No, you. Yeah, you do. You if you can gotta, get them, just, just if, if make you can it gel them. better around them. Yeah, and there's no doubt that that this helps Nebraska for Fred to be able to point to two guys, and you could point to Roby too, even though it's not his. You could point to those guys and say, "Look, we're putting guys in the NBA. These guys are." Banton's playing. Roby's playing. They're not. They're in the NBA playing. Roby's playing at a high level at times. Yeah, I mean he's putting up twenty plus at times. Yeah, a couple times. Right. He's getting minutes though. That's the thing. He's getting experience in the. Well, he's starting. He's he's started. Last games. few games he hasn't started. Right. He has started. He has, he has had yeah. some starts this year though. Yeah. Um. Before we get to break, Harrison has rated his 
the intros to songs, which is important because I asked him to, to rank Panama, Van Halen, Running with the Devil by Van Halen, and Running Down a Dream, okay. Tom Petty. Okay. This is very Now, what did, he, what did he give to um, Roadhouse, Roadhouse Blues? Blues? What would you give Roadhouse Blues, Harrison? Get on the mic, please. Roadhouse Blues rate on a 1 to 10 scale. Roadhouse Blues, the start of that song, the opening 20 seconds. Uh, that, was, that was, I gotta look at my board here. I think that was, I was right up there with Panama 6. Oh, I'm putting Roadhouse Blues in a 9 he range. He says Running with the Devil is an 8. Yeah, Running yeah, with the Devil. Favorite. Yeah, that's and, really and, strong. That's, that's intense. Somehow, it just drops in. Yeah. It's like silent and then it just drops. Yes. And somehow Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty with the epic guitar to start is only a five in Harrison's book. I didn't think it was that epic. It seemed like if you were, uh, you know, anyone could probably pull that off, give him a few hours with a guitar. It's iconic is what it is. It's an iconic <laughs> intro. Harrison, how dare said? you disparage the wonderful Tom Petty. Anyone could pull that off. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you a guitar and make you play that song, Harrison. Okay, so he says Running With The Devil, eight. Panama, six. As well as Roadhouse Blues is six. Yeah, that's low. And Running Down a Dream, five. Okay. Well, that's... All right. Thank you, Harrison. That's good. It's one man's opinion. Appreciate it. Yeah. Roadhouse Blues is a nine. Start. The start of that song. Is it? Yes. It's pretty good. All right. Healthy discussion. It is. It's always healthy here. (laughs) L.A. Woman, Jake. It's a song by the door. I didn't know that, and you played it, and I didn't know it, so I actually L. go... A. Woman? Is that a song by the Doors? <laughs> I didn't know the song, and you played it, and I said, I still don't know that song. <laughs> Robin Washit of Husker Online is on, up next, an early break on the ticket. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.